I am Manjri and with me is Ankita and you are listening to the yet another episode of Her Book Club where we discuss a book by a woman author every fortnight. Hey everyone, today we are going to talk about the wonderful debut Gin Patrol on the Purple Line by Deepa Anupara which is my pick. Deepa is an award-winning journalist from India and this book her debut book has won many awards abroad like Lucy Cavendish Fiction Prize Mm-hmm. and the Deborah Rogers Foundation Writers Award and of course this book was also long listed for women's prize yeah uh, so ankita can you please tell explain the title please why this book is called gin patrol on the purple line okay so anapara mentions in her afterward that while interviewing children who worked as scavengers or back that traffic jumpers She realized that they didn't take a defeated attitude towards life. Uh, in fact, they didn't carry themselves like victims at all. Uh, she says they were often cheeky, funny and impatient. I think mm. Jay, the protagonist, uh, embodies that. His sister Runu mentions how Jay has a habit of making everything lighter. Uh, now these kids, they do not want to believe that there can be human beings so horrible uh, that can steal kids. when his hmm. friend says suggests that it is the jinns or the bad spirits instead who are snatching the kids he chooses to believe him over others uh, jay hmm. wants to be a detective and of course every detective needs an assistant for which he picks pari uh, these three they form a loose patrolling team and they go around searching for evidence and interviewing people but deep down i think fez and jay both believe that it is the jinns who are capable of such a crime uh, surely it cannot be human beings Uh, who could possibly do that to little kids the purple line uh, on the other hand is the metro line which pari and jay take in the search of possible suspects uh, so this is how anapara gets the title although i think that gin patrol would have done the job but i think but they I... live next to purple line mm-hmm. so that's why okay so when you told me you wanted to dis- discuss this, this book you wanted to do this book I googled it and by the look of it I had this notion that it is going to be one of those books that romanticize poverty in India and mm-hmm. I told you too that I was getting that slum dog millionaire kind of vibe yeah but then judge a book by its blurb I guess perhaps yes mm-hmm. it is a book on poverty and the story is not new either but it has been told with lots of care and fresh perspective and why not Deepa Anapara had been a journalist who wrote on poverty policy and education for years in Mumbai and like I told you she had won many awards for hmm. for it so so uh, you can only write on things you know about and thanks to her job that allowed her to do deep deep research about the subject and then when you are a journalist there are stories you file and then there are stories you live after right. reading the book i can safely say that she actually lived those stories beyond data and facts these are my thoughts as an ex-journalist what were you thinking while reading this book as a literature student a uh, well looking at it as just a novel i think anapara did a brilliant job uh, she must have a lot of experience of course uh, given her job and her interaction with the kids but uh, it is just not possible to extract so much out of just interviews and uh, as far as i remember she mentions a gap in her writing as well after she had done the research so there's definitely a lot of make believe uh, for instance the stories of junction kirani and mental ghost 
they require a lot of imagination uh, and secondly getting the perspective of a child right is again a very difficult task uh, only a few authors i think have managed to do that well off the top of my head i can remember narayan doing that this iconic uh, swami of malgudi uh, that is the thing about a child's pov if you get it right people are going to love the book uh, mm. so the initial part of the book that introduces us to jail psychology it is just hilarious and as the book progresses and gets darker you see that uh, jay is undergoing serious changes as well uh, his mm. lightness has vanished and towards the end he's just sad and clueless unlike initially if you remember how determined he was to do his detective duty uh, then the point of view aspect uh, it brings me to her chapterization uh, i think it was genius the way she had inserted the points of view of the several children who were missing uh she inserts a clue at the very end but she never finishes the story she never shows them getting snatched it was a very good touch uh what else uh, oh and the chapter on little chandni oh it just cut my heart open i mentioned in our first podcast how i got emotional over dickens this was a similar case uh, dickens by the way is another author who gets the perspective of children right uh, their emotions their imagination and their immersive outlook towards life it is just amazing and these are things you see in anapara as well uh, you know chandni has been snatched and for us as readers we want to stop there because uh, you don't want to happen uh, th- you don't want to think about what happens next so mm. i think the book is beautiful that way okay yes although deepa never mentioned the city we could easily guess it was delhi smog and winters right it was delhi of course <laughs> yes as a matter of fact it was delhi and i say this with shame but i did not want to associate a real city with the city in the novel it was just so horrible <laughs> <laughs> the sources she mentions are mostly studies based in delhi so it is safe to assume so and horrible things happen in delhi Yeah. I've lived there as a journalist, so I know I've covered these missing children stories. So yes, <laughs> okay. But uh, do you personally know someone, anyone whose child went missing? Ah uh, no, I don't know anyone personally. But over the years, I've seen that the daughters of domestic help often go missing. Uh, they just assume that she ran off with the boy because she was tired of constantly working. and never getting any money for herself because they are expected to hand over all the money all the pay yes. to their mothers so yeah uh, what about you unfortunately yes i do someone do know someone mm-hmm. uh, there is a friend of mine who 16 year old brother went missing he went to the shop owned by his family and never came back and i must oh. tell you he did not even really belong to the poor family they were just normal people with zero contacts or sources the police filed the fir after much requesting crying and what not uh, but um, when the police did not do anything the family decided to take the matters in their own hands they looked for him wherever they could they even consulted an astrologer when everything else failed who told them that he was alive but had lost his memory he's somewhere there he's out there somewhere he'll come back on his own do this puja do that puja and the family used to do everything they even went to makkah medina for oh holy God. water thing because some because some molvi told them that bring this water and everything will be fine but you know they were helpless and yeah the child had gone missing so yeah they did not want to take any chance hmm. after 3 years the he went missing 
the the sisters they met a photographer who used to take photographs of dead people in a morgue he checked okay. his record and there he found them he was found dead on a railway track just after two days he went missing imagine all those things they were doing oh. yeah. yeah he was already dead the sisters then went to the police station and told the cops about it and requested them to look into the matter the cops took some days and then they very conveniently told them oh he was involved with a girl and right. then the sister said okay he was involved with a girl which girl just tell, just give us the detail we mm-hmm. just want to find out what happened to him and who the girl is the case just like the cops say in the book when archel goes missing yeah he she yeah. ran away with a boy she was a loose character girl she ran away with a boy she yeah. might be with a boy was involved with an older man ha ah, yes yes involved with the older man uh now it's been one year and my friend still doesn't know what happened to her brother uh, and you know the sad part is this incident does not even shock me anymore Mm. Uh, you can see so many cases in the newspaper and occasionally around you that it hits you for a second, and then you move on to something else. Yes, yes. So uh, coming back to the book, the story is being narrated by a nine-year-old boy, uh, nine-year-old boy Jay, who is obsessed with crime shows. He's kind and tries yeah. to be good son, brother, and friend, and not a good student though. <laughs> he does yeah. not. He clearly did not like studying. but my favorite character from the book is pari she is smart witty sarcastic and of course very very intelligent and she reminds me of a character called sarojini from this book called dear mrs naidu by mathangi subramanian it is about a 12 year old girl who learns about right to education and empowers not only herself but her friends also it is a nice book please read it everybody So yes I'll talk about the book a book again so wasn't it heartwarming hmm. to read about Jay and the gang I think they were more they had they had more values than rich kids if I must say if I say He is nice even when he steals from her mother's what if books the emergency fund What were your what are your thoughts about the cute gang Uh, yes the patrol team uh, they had great chemistry and i remember whenever one of them needs help uh, the others just drop their work and then run to them regardless of the time and uh, whatever their parents had instructed uh, jay watches police patrol and life crime hmm. and i think we can guess which shows anapara is referring to uh, he's also very idealistic about it uh, he thinks the police will solve crimes and catch the culprits which obviously didn't happen Uh, so then he decides to form a team of his own ironically his assistant pari she turns out to be more suited to the job mm-hmm. and that makes him insecure uh, fares the third member he's not very interested but doesn't want to be left out mm-hmm. uh, pari your favorite she's very empathetic emotionally mature and both she and jay are friends with fares despite his unsafe position in the area mm-hmm. you know because he's a muslim uh, she understands the difference between right and wrong she's mature for her age and of course she's intelligent hard working and she also needs uh, understands the need of education mm. and uh, she applies it immediately for her friends mm. uh, this is all very nice but do you remember her parents are willing to move when she secures yes. an admission to a private school mm. yeah 
So now think about Omvir, who wants to be a dancer like Rithik, mm. uh, who believes that obstacles can be overcome, like his idol has done. And uh, think about uh, Anshul, who wants to learn English, wants the freedom to wear anything, and walk anywhere, and be with the love of her life without people leering at her. Mm. Or think about Chandni, who lives neglected under the care of her sister, who is too young to take care of herself, by the way, mm. let alone others. And think about Runu, who wants to be an athlete. Uh, so I would say that Pari is fortunate to some extent to have her family by her side, but these uh, kids—they're not. Uh, they de- their dreams die with their poor backgrounds and then their disappearance. Uh, since Ritik is mentioned in the film in a film of his last year, he says to these young aspirants, "What are you afraid of losing? You were dead the day you were born in a poor household." So yes. Hmm. Did he say that in the in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about Runu and Achal. They were slightly older. Okay. Both were smart girls and ready to break the accepted pattern of the society and live the kind of life they wanted for themselves. But they were not supported by their families. They were not at all encouraged. Runu's mother mm-hmm. always kept telling her, "Oh, you are running like a boy and you should not do this. Yeah. This is not going to do you any good." But then you know yeah. she did what she wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, what does it say about the society, and has it got anything to do with being poor? Ah, uh, you know, the families can barely support themselves, mm-hmm. let alone young girls who have high hopes and ambition. And what is different about these girls is that they have found a way to escape their hopeless lives. Mm. And others around them, they believe that there is no hope for anyone else. Mm. So they are so resigned to the current system. They keep pulling these girls and other kids down with them. Uh, and of course, their parents side with such people as well. They believe them. Uh, and lack of money and help it makes it difficult for them to manage these dreams. Mm. Uh, they are barely able to earn their livelihood as it is. So yes, it definitely has a lot to do with poverty, and then there's also the question of safety. Uh, that women are unsafe is an understatement. But girls like Runu and Achal, given their poor background, they're more prone to dangerous people, because when it comes down to it, neither the families nor the system can protect them. Uh, everything, especially safety, it has a price. Yes, and I know someone like Achal. she was yeah. the daughter of the household help we had she was quite smart and she wanted she she was really clear in her head that she wants to you know complete her school and go and go to college which was which was something that yeah. was never done by anyone in their locality mm-hmm. so everybody used to call mm-hmm. her uh, someone with loose character because she absolutely refused to dress up shabbily she used to Dress mm-hmm. up really well and apply a little mm-hmm. bit of makeup also. But then mm-hmm. she was very mm-hmm. smart and she did clear her school and now she goes to college and I think she's she's doing her post graduation also. So yes, yeah, oh that's wonderful. Broke the norm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, good for her. Yes. So coming back to the book again. Do you think the kids somehow lost their innocence by the time the book ended? I think they totally did. None of the none of, of course, them remained uh, the same. Yeah, uh, remember when Jay sees a policeman mm-hmm. take a gold chain from uh, Bahadur's parent, uh, Bahadur's mother, I think. Uh, he thinks that the police on his crime shows they never take any bribes, mm. and this is where he starts losing his innocence. 
Jay is a resilient kid. I quite admire him for that, especially when it comes to his imagination. Mm. Uh, he thinks that he might be able to do something and set everything right, but with time, he understands that his his efforts are futile. Mm. Uh, he'll never be able to get the missing children back. And uh, of course, the final straw is the disappearance of his sister. Mm. You can see his mind getting darker. Nobody can trace his sister, mm. so obviously. And Fares too is caught in the Hindu-Muslim dispute of the area, uh, having seen his uh, innocent brother spend time in jail. Mm. So yes, no one is untouched by the end. Uh, although I'd hope our cute gang would be spared that. Yes. Also, Jay, uh, it was he. It was really sad for him to watch his father turning into yeah. alcoholic, and mother falling ill, losing weight. And he all he mentioned that you know I think one of the one of those days. my mother just might die and everything will be over yeah. so yes i think mm. yes yes they were not they totally lost their innocence okay so and remember that part, remember that part towards the end where he races with samosa his dog mm. and uh, he's trying to get his innocence back but even then you know he's so depressed he just sits down mm. he he can't do anything he just sinks under it so yes yes and the book it is entertaining but depressing when i say depressing it doesn't mean that you know you should not read it of course <laughs> yeah, should, yes but very very important although it is narrated by a child but it is not a children's book or is it but i don't know but i strongly believe children should read it because they do and because they read and do and uh, things that are not meant for them anyways yeah yeah it will help them to check on their privilege <laughs> if nothing else right oh i don't know honestly uh, like adult readers i think it depends on the children in question as well mm. uh, so it might check their privilege but it also might make them afraid of let's say playing outside or meeting their friends or in general being innocent so it is a sad word i say if they're happy at the moment let them be mm. and and also children reading about other children dying it doesn't go down well yes. trust me i knew a child <laughs> i knew a child who questioned me for days whether a fictional child had died and it really shocks them you know it shakes them up so yes teenagers could read it yes of course uh, it would help them a lot mm. i think it would be too much for children yes you're right <laughs> Okay so one of the reviews I came across on Amazon while I was ordering the book said I hope Deepa write a book on good things about India next it kept me wondering yeah. okay so what did they mean what are the good things i think they meant not to write about corruption and poverty but the story of mi- missing children could not have been told without mentioning the these two cor- corruption and poverty right yeah Yes uh, and I think Anapara was worried about it too. Uh, she didn't want to make it uh, another book that goes on and on about slums and poverty and mm. crime. Uh, but I don't think the book is just that. Mm. We have it from the, a child's perspective, in fact from the perspective of various children, mm. those who go missing and those who witness the changes in their basti. Uh, the corruption and poverty is all there, but really the book is about the death of hope mm. ultimately. Uh, these children you know they dare to dream bigger dreams mm. but without support either they themselves or their dreams slowly come to an end mm. uh all the book is very visual so i can understand why people say that mm. but she's not being critical of her surroundings uh, 
it is just a matter of fact description by a child who lives in it and doesn't think twice about it uh, the book is not condescending uh, it doesn't take a condescending tone as you see in books and films like slumdog mm. so no i don't think the book would have been different from what it is exactly exactly so all right people i think we are done here jin patrol on the purple lion is an excellent book please 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 read it as soon as possible so what is the next pick okay uh red at the bone by red at bone by jacqueline woodson she's an american writer right. who usually writes children's and adults book young adults book ya okay. fiction ya yes yes very hip nowadays very hip mm, but i think red at bone is not ya is not okay let's see mm. so bye everyone we are done here until yeah until next time okay Thank you.